Hello, it's Penny Meganson from The Meganson Method, and welcome to Penny for Your Thoughts. In this episode called What's Your Story, I'm joined by Adam Parr, certified life coach and the host of the Parsitivity podcast. And we're going to discuss how we each have our own individual story and how our perceptions of that story can affect how we live our life. We're also going to talk about how we can change those perceptions. So let's get started. Hello, Adam. Welcome. Nice to have no, you. You're welcome. <laughs> it's, uh, I'm, I'm happy to be here. I'm really grateful to be on your show, Penny. Oh, it's great. It's great. So um, let's just go right into it. So you've got a very interesting story, um, something that happened when you were younger. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah, certainly. I, I basically had an accident when I was around like 13, 14 years old. And, you know, I, at that time in my life, I didn't really know, you know, where I wanted to go. I was kind of chasing my ego. I was, you know, around the wrong kind of people, that kind of thing. And I basically was climbed on a roof with a bunch of friends, as you do, and uh, fell through a skylight, which is a, you know, a glass kind of window panel on, on a roof that allows the light to come through. And I fell through about 14 to 15 feet, fell down, um, you know, cut my arm open, had lacerations, that kind of thing. Very, very lucky to be alive. And, um, you know, months onwards from that, I started to, to develop my anxiety, PTSD, and um, a lot of these, you know, symptoms from that event. And around that time, you know, I was going through things at school, you know, a lot of, you know, fighting around the wrong people and, you know, things with, you know, a stepdad at that time as well, all around the same time. Mm -hmm. So when that happened, I kind of, it it woke me up and and I was thinking about my life and, you know, that I can't do certain things, I can't be around certain people. And what is it that, you know, I want to ultimately do? And, you know, it opened up my world to mental health and, you know, well-being. Mm -hmm. Because I think, you know, when you go through certain things and when you've never had, when you've never had to deal with anything like, you know, mental health issues, and when you do, you know, it opens up your awareness. So, yeah, uh, basically that that occurred in my life when I was 13 to 14. And then, you know, onwards from that, I kind of did, you know, college courses um, different jobs and that, that kind of thing. So that was kind of, you know, a big wake-up call for me. Wow, so this really had a positive effect on you. Um, how do you think it would have panned out differently had this not happened, maybe? Um, do you think you'd be living your life in a different way? Yeah, completely. Um, that's a good question. I think around that time, I was always people-pleasing. You know, I was always trying to fit in. I was always trying to do what other people were doing. I wasn't really thinking necessarily about myself too much. And yeah, I could have gone down a completely different route if that hadn't have happened. Especially when you're chasing your ego, you're not really thinking too much about yourself or, you know, your actions, especially as a teenager as well. So, I mean, I, I could have gone down a different career route. I could have, you know, something other, some something bad could have happened later on at some point. You just don't know. So I think something, everything happens for a reason, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely agree with you that things happen for a reason. Um, and it's like, I think everyone has that sort of moment or maybe several moments where, you know, you have a choice of whether to, you know, go the right um, direction or down that sort of negative path. And um, it's like, yeah. which decision do you want to make? And um, so it sounded like this was a really positive experience for you. 
And um, yeah. so that's kind of what I wanted to discuss about how um, sometimes, uh, you know, we're sort of stuck in a situation that's really negative and it's like, how can we make something positive come out of this? Um, and with our stories, I feel like a lot of people get sort of uh, stuck in their story. It becomes like their excuse to not move forward or be better um, mm. because they've got this story. They become a victim to it almost. I mean, would you agree with that? Yeah, no, I totally agree. And I think, you know, when I was going through that time, I was kind of in that victim mode. I was, you know, looking at myself and I was saying to myself, you know, why me? You know, poor me. Mm -hmm. Getting frustrated with myself. Why is this happening to me? And people can definitely fall into that trap of, you know, the victim of their circumstance and looking at, you know, that they are that that experience that happened. They are that person then. And it's like, well, you know, that, that's just an experience, an event that happened. That isn't you in your whole life. You know, you, people change. You have a choice. Exactly. You see, you see it happen all the time with people. And sometimes they'll point the finger at an experience that happened. Oh, I'm not very good at X, Y, Z because X, Y, Z happened. Yeah. And they're still holding on to that. Exactly. And they're attracted. They're not attracting the, the things into their lives that they could be attracting people based on that because it's like putting a hold on it yeah exactly exactly um so we know that everyone perceives like the same situation differently based on their past memories their beliefs their values um how do you think this has an effect on people in general kind of going along the same lines of what you were just saying um i think if you've had a lot of um support growing up mm. you can approach a situation in, in a different way um, like, what's your thought on that? Yeah, no, definitely. I think past experiences and things happening to people, definitely, I mean, people are molded by, you know, their experiences. And sometimes people get caught up in having certain perceptions of themselves based on things they've been told or things that have happened. And, you know, I, I've worked in lots of hotels and restaurants and I've had lots of negative things said to me by chefs and people I've worked with. And it's like, you can either take that, sometimes, you, you know, we can take it to heart. And if you're not careful, that can become a belief. And you, that's how you think and feel about yourself. Exactly. But people, you know, need to understand that it, it's the way, you know, you perceive yourself. And I think people sometimes perceive themselves in a, in a negative and false way, you know, because they, they've doubted themselves. And I, I doubted myself in the past tons of times. And... I'll take things personally and even in relationships and, and girls and that kind of thing. And, you know, I would kind of play that card. Oh, you know, there's something wrong with me when it might just be, you know, the other person. And people can really get confused with that. I think especially, you know, with COVID, a lot of people have lost jobs. And I was talking to someone yesterday and, and was saying how, you know, you need to adapt and pivot. Some people are blaming the situation onto COVID. And it's like, well, you have a choice you know, to, to look at some, you know, another direction. Exactly, exactly. And I agree with you. I think um, we're really seeing that difference. Um, some people are really, you know, jumping on the online movement and figuring out how can I create a, a job from this? How can I monetize on something online? A lot of, I'm a physio myself and a lot of physios mm. jumped online. People are teaching yoga classes and Pilates classes online and, and this sort of thing. And things are really booming for some people, but then there are other people that are really stuck or lost. Mm. Uh, and so it's how, how can we 
change that? How do you change mm-hmm. those perceptions? And what do you think for someone who feels stuck in their situation at the moment for whatever reason, whatever their story is, mm-hmm. what do you think? What would your be- advice be, for example? Yeah, no, that's a great question. I mean, I, I think it's scary to jump into the unknown. And mm-hmm. I, I put off doing a podcast for two or three years because I was worried what people are going to think about it. I was worried how I was going to be perceived and you know it, it's scary stepping into the unknown and starting something that's new and especially if you don't really know what it is some people a lot of people don't know what it is that they want to do so mm-hmm. they they're just doing what they're used to doing and sometimes you have to step out of your comfort zone to yeah. grow yeah and to, and to learn yeah absolutely so i always believe that it's like education but also gleaning new experiences that kind of helps you open your mind up to what else is out there and what else is possible so for me travel was always a great way to sort of open my mind and when i was younger if i felt stuck i just feel like i just need to go somewhere even if it's for a long weekend somewhere that's completely different because you just see things from a different point of view and sometimes mm-hmm. that shock value that kind of gets you out of that same way of thinking and um, mm. that has always worked for me um do you have any other thoughts about ways to get out of your comfort zone yeah I'd, i would say you know try like say try new things and just just test the water and i, f- I think if something doesn't scare you then you know it's not you're not going to grow from it i think it's that process of stepping into uncomfortable situations and trying to get comfortable being uncomfortable and the more you the more you do something the easier it gets and we just adapt and yeah like you know people like you know if somebody was traveling going into new situations i i've i've tried lots of different jobs you know like like retail jobs sales jobs you know hospitality and then hospitality you've thrown all these different situations from all different angles that you don't really experience in other jobs and you know you've got the people in the kitchen you've got the customers you've got the people on the phone you've got so for me that's how i learn you know to step out of my comfort zone and you know to grow and i know it's been difficult with covid and things like that a lot of places are closed but mm-hmm. in that time that's how i grew and developed my social skills but, but i think people need to just just try things out and you know make make a list make a plan and just try it and if they if they're worried about it just ask for people's feedback i think that's a big thing you know i think especially for me doing videos you know on co- content on video i i kind of i would do a video for a minute and a half and delete it so you know you don't have to do a whole 20 minute talk or video start off with a minute and put that out and see how that goes so I just think it's a matter of just trying, you know, stepping out of your comfort zone and you know, I think it's more more damaging not to try things than to try things and fail because I think a lot of people fear failing and I think I've applied for lots of different jobs and got rejections and got so far into the process and you get a no and I think a lot of people are fearful of that and they feel rejected so I mean th- there's a there's a lot of things, you know, that kind of stop people from doing things I think. 
Yeah, it's interesting. I um, I remember learning, and I think it had to do with maths with Singapore. Singapore maths, I think they call it, with my kids um, in tutoring. In Singapore, they believe that your brain grows when you fail. So every time you get something wrong, it's a chance for your brain to grow. So from an early age, kids aren't afraid of math because they want to be challenged, and you know they want to get things wrong because it means that they're learning something that they don't already know, and it. Mm. it Changes completely that idea of failure, and um, if we had that more in our culture, I think people would just go. They try anything. You would just be shooting videos, trying a podcast, putting yourself out there. But it's true. We're so afraid of failing, or we want it to be perfect, that we spend all this time never actually creating anything because we're so worried that it's not going to be good enough.、Um, yeah. Yeah. I think I think what comes into that as well is like you know the opinions of other people, you know, family, friends, and I mean, it's different in different cultures. It depends on you know your parents and how you're brought up. But、um, you know, my mum's always said to me, you know, you you do what you know. She supports me in what I do as long as it makes you happy.、Mm-hmm. Some people, their parents are like, no, you need to do X, Y, Z, and you need to be doing this. And、yeah. a lot of people become fearful of pleasing, you know, making a mistake because of how how the parents are going to、uh, react and and、uh, things like that. So there's like a whole you know whole long list and. I think you know. Ultimately, you just gotta. You gotta. The, the more you, the more you fail,、um, the more resilience you build up to it.、Mm-hmm. And you know, like someone said to me that they like failing because they they know that they're closer to a yes. Yeah, exactly. It's a great attitude, a way of reframing it for sure.、Um, and again, that can be part of your story. Like you were saying, if、um, you've got parents or an entire family who believe that this is the way life should be. And you want to go down a different route? You just say, "Well, this is my story, and I'm just going to have to live the way that everyone expects me to." Or are you going to find your own path? And、mm. so you always have that choice.、Um, so, do you have an example of somebody who you've worked with or someone close to you、um, with an interesting story and how it's helped empower them? Or yeah,、you? I I'm really good friends with a guy who I've done a podcast with a few times, and he's got his podcast. Um, called Paul Rogers, and he's you can you can connect with him on LinkedIn, and he's、uh, you know like a best-selling author. He's got his own podcast、um, as well, and he's a life coach as well. And he's he's from England, and he、uh, he's moved to Canada. And one day he was driving with his family, and、uh, in Canada you know it gets very snowy, very icy, and he was driving、uh, across you know a rail crossing. Um, there was a, a problem with the car, or something happened on the road, and they became stuck on this rail crossing and got hit by a train. And he, him and his wife were in a coma for a while, and and, and then his wife, you know, came out of the coma first. She came around. He was still in the coma for a while. Then he came around, but you know, ultimately, you know, it was you know like that, life and death, and. It was that bad that you know the doctors had to call the parents from the UK to come over to say you know this could be it, and he ended up pulling you know they ended up pulling through they was okay, and、uh, yeah he's changes you know he changes life around and he helps other people now you know and he he went through a lot during that period, and you know kind of defied the odds so I find that really you know motivating and pretty inspiring you know what he's he's been through and what you know what he does now. 
And that really shaped him into his life coaching, or what was he doing before that? Yeah, I, I think he was he was in. Um, he wasn't in coaching before that. He was, you know, doing another job in, you know, in uh, I can't remember the job he was doing, but he was doing something else other than coaching, like just a normal job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's quite interesting because you see that a lot with coaches, especially when mm-hmm. you, um, or even therapists, uh, therapists with addic- addiction and things like this, where you take something that was a bad habit for yourself or a bad experience, and once you overcome that and achieve, um, you know, a, a better life or a better way mm-hmm. of being, you want to help others do the same. And I think some of the best therapists and coaches out there are people that have had those um really negative experiences and we're able to flip that into something very positive and inspiring and then you know they obviously have lived it so they really know how to give that message and help others get themselves unstuck and that sort of thing definitely yeah no i've definitely heard that as well and i've met lots of people who've you know been in certain had certain experiences and been in certain places and they've you know they've pivoted and they've used their experience you know and their strengths and their qualities to then use that you know to help other people you know lots of people i've got a good friend who you know ex-military and they they do courses on you know human behavior and pattern recognition and they and they've had that you know their fair share of ptsd and stuff like that and uh you know they're helping businesses and running courses people and you know people who are now coaches because they've you know they might have had an abusive past you know being in a really dark place and now you know they've changed that around tell other people and i think you know that's that's one of the the beauties of being a person because we you know we're stronger than we think a lot of the time and you know we we can definitely sometimes feel like there's no way out but you know there is ultimately you know a way out where we can grow you know use your experience and help other people mm-hmm. but it takes a lot to share sorry it's, it takes a lot to sometimes open up about your story or your experience yeah yeah for sure um, and just, I guess, the first step is probably acceptance of mm. where you're at, and um, and you know that you're not happy being in this in this place, and that you want to move out of that. Um, so that whole acceptance of that, I think, is um, has to happen before you can sort of recognize that there's a way out, and then mm. it's asking for that help or finding ways to get yourself um, through that. Um, what advice would you give to someone who's listening who um, maybe feels like they're stuck or um, they've always had this sort of negative part of their story and they want to change it? Um, what would you say to, what questions could they ask themselves or what um, what advice would you give? Yeah, no, definitely. I, I think, you know, if you're in that place where you feel stuck and you feel like there's no way out and you feel like you can't talk to anybody, you know, I definitely recommend you know just just talk to somebody you know speak to somebody that you can trust speak to you know either a therapist and you know just just those baby steps and just go you know be patient with yourself and take each day at a time but you know if you put there's different people deal with things deal with things different way but definitely if you put your story out there or how you're feeling there's going to be someone else out there who's feeling the same someone that you can relate to you and it, it just breaks the ice a bit because, you know, you feel like, you know, you're not alone. And there are people w- out there willing to help you. And, um, yeah, just go, you know, just take each day at a time. Be patient with yourself. And, you know, do things that you know that help and benefit you, you know? That makes sense? Absolutely. No, that's great. 
I agree. And I think it's just those small steps. Um, sometimes it's just that first step that's the most important step and that can be so small. It just needs to be something, you know, something mm. to move you forward. And then that momentum starts and um, just getting you out of that, just step out of your comfort zone um, is what you need just to get you moving forward. So I agree. Thank you so much, Adam. So that is Adam Parr from the Parts oh, welcome. Podcast. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. And if you have any questions for Adam or for me, um, you can look up Adam Parr on social media or the Prestivity Podcast. Or, of course, you can always find me at Meganson Method across all social media. Thank you so much. Until next time. <laughs>